buddies, and welcome to episode 21 of Headlines and Coffee, the podcast. At this point, I don't know why I keep introducing myself, but hey, I'm Generator, your host, as always. Um, so I can't believe that it's December already. I swear, like, this has been, like, the weirdest year. January, February, March lasted four fucking ever. Like, it was the longest months ever, and then the rest of the year just went super fast. It was, it was kind of been crazy, but uh, that's okay. I'm here for it. I'm ready for this crazy year to be over. I'm ready for a new year, get myself refocused, realigned. And I hope like you guys are all thinking about your new year's resolutions. I have been, and I plan on keeping at least two of them. Like I'm not going to say them out loud yet, but I plan on keeping at least two of them. Uh, anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. Like tis the season. And because we are what 18 days from Christmas, we're going to talk Christmas stuff to like, well, mainly like our top 10. So... Let's bring on Bill. And just to forewarn you guys with my top 10, because we're doing Christmas songs, um, it's a lot of Bing Crosby. Like, I can't, like, when you think of Christmas music, he is instantly the person that comes to mind as Bing Crosby. Get out of my head. I'm just saying, like, I got a lot of Bing Crosby on my list right now. As do I. So we're, we're going to be on the same page. Now it's just a matter of how many different songs are, yeah. uh, are in order. But yes, I am loaded with being Crosby. I guess I'm just old school and I prefer traditional Christmas music mm -hmm. and despise Mariah Carey. So. Yeah, I don't have, I do not have Mariah Carey on my list at all. So there, there's a win. Um, uh, all right. So let's start with uh, number 10. I have last Christmas. Oh, we're jumping right into it. Okay. Yeah, we're jumping right into it. I like it. I like it. Did you hear me? Yes. Do I have to uh, say it again? Do I have to no, repeat myself? No, my number 10. Hi, uh, everybody. Well, of course, you know me. I've always got a couple of honorable mentions. Oh, fuck. I always forget. Do your honorable mentions. <laughs> my honorable mentions. Uh, do you hear what I, I hear? hear. <laughs> and uh, the other one is a Bing Crosby favorite of mine. Milikaliki Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot hear that and not think of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah. the pool scene. <laughs> and my number 10 is a country classic. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Oh my God. Yes. I love that song. <laughs> All right. So my number nine is I'll be home for Christmas by Bing Crosby. Oh, such a good song. Yeah. My number nine, here comes Santa Claus by Bing Crosby. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of Bing Crosby. You There's going to be like, a lot of Bing Crosby. I hope you're fucking ready. Um, my number eight is have yourself a merry little Christmas by Judy Garland. Very cool. Okay. My number eight is, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Oh my God. Like that, that would have actually been one of my honorable mentions. I fucking okay. love that song. I know, I right? Love, yeah, <laughs> so, I do love so that much song. Fun. Um, my number seven is Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Hold on. I've got to oh. share. This is the first time I was, I swore the first time we ever did this, I was going to share it. Hold on. This is the first time in our history of the top 10 that we've ever done this, Jen. The exact same time. Hell Number yeah. Seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Number <That's> seven. Awesome. <laughs> Number seven is matching. Awesome. So, uh, all right. Well, awesome. then I guess we could just go ahead and go to number six. My number six <laughs> is Melek Likimaka by Bing Cosby. Crosby. Such a great song. Uh, my number six is a tie between Silver Bells and Winter Wonderland, both by Burl Ives. Yeah, those are good. So there's so many. You guys, like, don't be mad because there's going to be things that are, like, left off because now that ship yeah. said Carol of the Bells, like, now I'm mad that oh, that's not even yeah. on my list. Yeah. Like, I, there's so many songs that are not going to be on there. And it's <laughs> ba so Batty Holy Bing Crosby. Bing. Not Bing. 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 As in like Bing Bang Boom. Bing. Yeah, bing, bang, boom. Um, but yeah, like, so there's going to be a lot of songs that aren't on my list. Um, just count them as honorable mentions. There's just too many. There's too many yeah. good ones. Mm. Your number five. Did you do your number six? Yes, it was the tie between Silver Bells and Winter Oh, yeah, that's right. My Bells. bad. Mm -hmm. uh, my number five is Frosty the Snowman. Uh, such a great song, but I, I, for some reason, I could not, I couldn't even get it into the, uh, I couldn't even get it into the honorable mentions. There's just so many good songs. Um, my number four, another being Crosby. It's a beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my uh, number four is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay, that one I wanted to add as well, but just couldn't. My number three is Little Drummer Boy by Bing Crosby. No, oh, that's the second one. My number three is Little Drummer Boy by You're Bing Crosby. You're lying! I swear <laughs> to God. My number three is Little Drummer Boy by Bing Crosby. We got a twofer. I love it. Yeah. Um, All right. Number two is the Chipmunk song by the Chipmunks. 
Okay, you you know what? I actually used to like that song. And then very recently, just this past Friday, I took my wife out for a surprise date. I took her to dinner, and then we went to Starbucks and got peppermint hot chocolates. And then I took her out to the Corvette Museum where they've got a racetrack, and they have a light show for Christmas. So it was a nice little surprise date for her. And uh, we were driving along at two miles an hour, and that song came on, and I don't know why. But it just grated on me like oh, nails no, on it. I don't know what it was. It was so weird. <laughs> it was ah so I weird. I fucking me. I love the chipmunk song. What's your number uh, two? White Christmas by Bing Crosby. That's that's a good one too. There's so many good ones, you guys. Yes, um, my number one, and only because like there's like this whole family story behind it, and I'll share it with you after you tell your number one. Okay. But my number one is Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Okay. And my number one is The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. That's a good one too. That is a yeah. good one too. Uh, yeah. So Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. So this was obviously a long time ago. I was much, much younger than I am now. Um, my grandpa was backing the his car out of the garage and he accidentally <laughs> hit my grandma and this was around Christmas time. <laughs> so we changed the words to grandma got ran over by grandpa. <laughs> like we said this whole fucking thing. It was, and I mean, she was obviously she was okay and it was an accident. Like it just, you know, bad timing on both their parts, but yeah, that's, that's my number one song. It's, I guess I that's it. really fucked up as why that's my <laughs> That's it's just not, it's just the it's just the memories behind it like that's but that's the thing that's what we've lost about christmas it's about the memories it's yeah. about the things that's what we're trying to do this uh christmas mm-hmm. and for those of you that don't know Real quickly, my wife and I were taking my son, his wife, and our grandkids to Pensacola. We got an Airbnb on the beach for like 50 bucks a night, and we're trying to create those memories. And the boys had never been to the beach. My son's never been to the ocean. We're really looking forward to that, and that's what it's about. It's about the memories. It's not about mm-hmm. the commercialism. It's not about the stress. It's not yeah. about the food. It's about the memories. So yeah. hopefully that's what we'll do this weekend. And or like, not this weekend, this Christmas year. Yeah, and like... Like, that's one thing like and that's you know when it's just me by myself like it's hard to kind of like have like my own traditions like I, I kind of did like by myself but like not really so like maybe maybe next Christmas like I can start like new traditions and whatnot but I that's what I'm about like a lot of people right. don't like Christmas because of the commercialism behind it and I don't either like I like it because of the mm-hmm. traditions and you know tis the season and spreading cheer and joy and all that. And God, we need that more now than ever. Yes, I like I, I like Jean's uh, little story here. She's from upstate New York, and one year her aunt actually was ran over by a deer in the grocery store parking lot. Oh no! <laughs> was she okay? Yeah. <laughs> Did I she make it? Was okay. Did she? Oh my! Yeah, gosh. with Batty. With Batty. Yeah, that was great. Oh man, All that's right. funny. All right, so um, I guess let's get on to some American history. All right. Um, so today, December 7th, um, American history in 1787, Delaware becomes the first state to ratify the Constitution of the United States. That's pretty important, you guys. Um, in uh, 1808, James Madison is elected president in the succession of Thomas Jefferson. And in 1941, if you guys don't know this and you're fucking stupid and you're un-American, uh, Japanese planes raid Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, and surprise attack bringing the U.S. into World War II. Um, so obviously that's a, that's a really significant, uh, event. Like my grandpa was actually in Pearl Harbor when it was attacked. So just take a moment and like, think about and remember, because I don't think people like really spent today, like in remembrance of what today is and what it actually really means for our country. Cause just people don't, they just don't care anymore. And it's really sad. So I hope you guys all took a moment to just remember and thank those that gave their lives that day and those that fought and all of that. Um, as far as birthdays, there's only two in 1956. Larry Bird. I don't know if you guys follow basketball. Like that, he. I when I used to like Larry Bird was real big. Um, and in 1988, Emily Browning, actress, singer. Again, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but those are like the celebrity birthdays for today. Um, all right. So for headlines, Senator Rick Scott, Republican from Florida, calls out the NBA commissioner Adam Silver to answer for the league's silence over the ongoing genocide taking place in China. Senator Scott also urges the league to support his call to move the 2022 Beijing Olympics out of China and into a country that respects human rights. 
He requested a meeting as soon as possible with the NBA commissioner. As far as I know, he hasn't responded. Uh, Senator Scott also had a conversation with Boston, Boston Celtics player Inez Cancer Freedom uh, to discuss the matters. If you guys remember, I talked about Inez. I said it wrong again. How do I say it again, Bill? <laughs> Enos. Enos. Enos Cantor. Enos, uh, Enos Cantor Freedom. But Enos yeah. Cantor. I, I knew I said it wrong as soon as I said it. Anyways, Enos, um, to discuss it. So as you guys know, Mr. Freedom, who recently gained his American citizenship, has been very outspoken on the atrocities that have been happening in China, which is pretty significant considering he is a, obviously a basketball player. Um, and further news. What's up, Bill? I, I want to get your reaction to something real quick. Okay, so I honestly feel that the NBA is not going to take any action because they will lose way too much money. Yep. They just will. That's but, where they're getting all their money. They're not getting it from yeah. us anymore. Yeah, and, and on top, and God, I don't want to piss anybody off, but this is the truth, and facts don't care about your feelings. By extension, the WNBA, who is subsidized by the NBA, mm -hmm. also gets money from China, mm -hmm. or as I like to call it, Chinese blood money. Chinese so, blood money. but right, but now politicians are starting to get involved. More NBA players are speaking out. At what point do you think that the NBA has to say they have to say something? Because at this point, they haven't said anything. No, they're not even recognizing it. And. Reporters have tried to corner LeBron James with it, and LeBron tries to get these reporters fired. Mm -hmm. But now they're starting to seem a little more pressure, and uh, I'm sure we talked earlier, or we'll talk at some point, about the diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics. Mm -hmm. There's got, The pressure's starting to build. At what point do you think that the NBA has to, at minimum, at least make a statement? I don't think they're going to. I honestly think that they're just going to keep their mouth shut because they don't want to piss off China, who's giving them all their monies. Like, it sucks that, you know, there's they're a bunch of cowards, but like, that's what it is. I think it's going to take more players like Mr. Freedom to stand up and say something and maybe end up boycotting playing, like, if enough of them will. But I just, they're all greedy and I don't think it's ever going to happen, in my opinion. Um, all right, so moving on. Entitled Representative Rashida Tlaib cries about student loan debt. In a push to cancel student loan debt, uh, Rashida Tlaib mentioned how she worked a full-time job, you guys, Monday through Friday, and took weekend classes to earn her law degree. And she was close to $200,000 in debt, and she still owes over 70 Gs. Poor Rashida. Um, she earns $14,500 a month, you guys. She has been in Congress for almost four years, meaning that she has earned nearly seven hundred thousand fucking dollars. The fuck is your money, Rashida? How are you still seventy thousand dollars in debt? That doesn't make sense to me, you guys. Um, and to be clear, I am not for canceling student debt at all. You went to school; you're aware of the cost. Make sure you pick a job that will help you pay off those loans. And you know, it's not my responsibility or anyone else's responsibility to pay for your life choices my opinion. Maybe if you guys really want to target something, maybe target like the interest rates for everything, because like that shit is out of control. It's ridiculous. Um, Democrat representative Angie Craig, Craig claims she could not attend necessary house votes in person due to ongoing public health emergency. However, comma, the same night she was seen attending a POTUS event in Minnesota and attending an NBA game the next night. Question, never mind the fact that she remained maskless for both events, but at what point are we going to hold our political leaders accountable? You are paid to do a job. Your job is in D.C., not an NBA game. Now, I do, I am very much aware that our representatives need to go to the locations that they represent. That's part of, that's a huge part of their job. But there are plenty of breaks in between the votes that they conduct that they should probably plan accordingly. If Representative Angie Craig was my representative, regardless of political affiliation, I'd probably write her a letter, 1776 style. That's just me, though. Um, Chris Cuomo is preparing to sue CNN. I don't know why I capitalized that word. Anyways, uh, CNN is bracing for a legal battle with Chris Cuomo unless they honor the rest of his four-year contract. Now, CNN announced Saturday that they fired Cuomo following an investigation into his campaign to assist in the defense of his brother. Chris Cuomo is also said to have had sexual misconduct allegations against him, which contributed to his firing. I don't think he's going to win this one. I've never rooted for CNN for anything in my life, but I think they got this one in the bag. And for some feel good news, because we definitely need that. A 16-year-old cancer survivor makes his Make-A-Wish 
to help other children going through their own treatments. Mason Rockmore of New Jersey decided to use his wish to give back. He asked the Make-A-Wish Foundation to help enrich the lives of fellow pediatric patients with electronics so that they would not be super bored. Make-A-Wish provided the pediatric oncology unit with electronics, including several tablets, Fire 6, Apple TV, an Xbox, a PS5, and Nintendo Switches. They also provided TV and gaming subscriptions. I don't remember for how, how long. I think it was a few months, but still... Um, they provided all that stuff because one kid being extremely selfless. And I think that's great. I love hearing stories of like kids putting others first. It really helps restore my faith in humanity and the hope that, you know, these kids today aren't entirely doomed because there are some good ones. And that's it for the headlines. Um, so with the Raider report, uh, so I looked on congress.gov today and saw a lot of actions have been taken by Congress as of um, yesterday, December 6th. So yesterday, Congress seemed to be a little busy with introducing some new bills. They introduced a total of seven bills and three resolutions. The first bill was introduced by Democrat Senator Gary Peters. The bill S-1097 Federal Rotational Cyber Workforce Program Act of 2021. This bill establishes a rotational cyber workforce program under which certain federal employees may be detailed among rotational cyber workforce positions at other agencies. This bill authorizes an agency to determine whether a workforce position involving information technology, cybersecurity, or other cyber-related functions in that agency is eligible for the program. I know that was like kind of a mouthful, but I kind of feel there's something sus with that. Like if we're going to plant cyber workforce people into these different agencies, I, I don't know. That's just where my head kind of went. I don't know what you guys think. There's not really much to the bill yet because it just got introduced. The second bill introduced was from the Democrat Senator Richard Durbin bill. Um, S-3313 is a bill to amend the Consolidated Natural Resources Act of 2008 to extend the authorization of financial assistance with respect to the Abraham Lincoln National Heritage Area. Um, there are no further information on this bill. The third bill introduced by Republican Senator John Boozman, Bill S-3314, a bill to amend um, XVIII, is that 25 or 28? I don't know Roman numerals. I think it's 28 of the Social Security Act to extend certain increases in payments for physician services under the Medicare program through 2022. Again, there is no further information on this bill. The fourth bill introduced by the Republican uh, Senator Cynthia Loomis. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Um, S-3315 is a bill to amend the Endangered Species Act of 1973 to require disclosure to states of the basis of determinations under the act, that act to ensure use of information provided by state, tribal, and local governments in decision-making under that act and other purposes. Again, there's no further information on this bill. I'm just really curious as to what this is all going to involve, Endangered Species Act. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, the fifth bill is introduced by Republican Senator Chuck Grassley. Uh, S-3316 is a bill to provide for certain whistleblower incentives and protections. This one's very interesting. But again, there's no further information because they just introduced this. Um, and this is, again, not a lack of research. If anyone's questioning this, all the information I'm giving you is direct from Congress.gov. So when you go on there, like you can see like what is involved with the bill and there's no text like this is literally they introduced it and that's that. <coughs> Excuse me. The sixth bill introduced by Democrat Senator Chris, Christopher Coons, S-3317, a bill to strengthen United States national security through the defense of democracy abroad and to address contemporary threats to democracy around the world and for other purposes. This sounds like we're going to be funneling more money to those other countries. That's just an assumption. I know we shouldn't do that. However, that's just what they keep doing is funneling money to go back into their pockets. The final bill introduced was introduced by Republican Senator Tom Cotton. Uh, S-3318 is a bill to deter foreign financial institutions pr from providing banking services for the benefit of foreign terrorist organizations and from facilitating or promoting payments to for acts of terrorism. Now, I'm not quite sure how we're supposed to control foreign financial institutions. So, like, there's that. But I think Tom Cotton, I think he's on the right path. Maybe. We'll see. 
And in case anyone is curious about the three resolutions that were agreed to, all of them were agreed to in the Senate, um, a resolution relating to the death of the Honorable Robert Bob Dole, former United States Senator for the state of Kansas, a resolution des uh, designating December 3rd, 2021, which I don't understand why they passed. Like th this was, you guys, this was dated 6 December. And I'm really going to fuck up this name, but I'm going to give it a go. So December 3rd, 2021, as National Fenelkentornuria Awareness Day. I don't, I really fucked it up. I guarantee you. It's spelled, <laughs> if anybody feels like Googling it later, um, it's P-H-E-N-Y-L-K-E-T-O-N-U-R-I-A. So whatever that word is, the third was that awareness day. And finally, the resolution permitting the collection of clothing, toys, food, and housewares during the holiday season for charitable purposes in Senate buildings. Um, the last one kind of took me by surprise. I didn't think they cared enough to have charity runs like that in their workplace, but that's just me. Anyways, um, so that's it for the Raider Report. So if you guys... Um, Make sure you look onto congress.gov. Keep your eye out. If any of these pique your interest, um, they all pique my interest because I just want to know how much more money the United States is going to shell out to these other places. So make sure you guys are constantly looking onto congress.gov. You can go up to the top. Um, in the top right, it has legislation. You click on that and you can filter it by like the latest action, like newest to oldest, et cetera. So there's different ways to to filter it, but that's what I do is I go to legislation and then I filter action by newest to oldest, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, so sorry, that's a short Raider report, but we do have some Gen Gen reacts and then we're just going to wing it from there, I guess. Well, I tell you what, if, it, if it's okay with Her Highness, I've got a couple of little things I wanted to say about the uh, headlines. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about student loans earlier. Me personally... I feel, and I felt like this ever since I was a kid. That was a long time ago when I used to ride the Brontosaurus back and forth uphill both ways <laughs> to school. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I feel uh. that if you want financial assistance to go to a higher educated uh, institution, it has to be for something that contributes to society in the real world. Mm -hmm. If you want to be an engineer or even a welder, then you should get financial aid. And golly, I, I'm just using a Ben Shapiroism here, so don't shoot the messenger. If you want to get a degree in lesbian dance theory, then you should not qualify for a student loan. I mean, I I disagree, and like, and I'm going to tell you why. But I have to kick Huron out because I don't like when he pops his toy like that. Oh my gosh, Huron is on point with that. Uh, Batty, thank you. I appreciate that. I love this hat. I am all about the hats here lately. I I gotta say though, I, I, why why do you disagree though? Jenny? Okay, Very... I disagree because like I think that anybody should be able to apply for a loan. I think anybody should be able to apply for a loan. Okay, I so let me let me. But okay. you have to if you're going to apply for a loan, because like like I said, if mm -hmm. it's not it's not up to us, which is why I disagree with like this cancel student debt bullshit. If you mm -hmm. want to choose a, a career in lesbian dance art or whatever the fuck you said, then I hope you're going to make money to be able to pay for that loan. But that's the thing. You, I'm, I just don't. There's so many degrees out there. I will give you a prime example. I hired a young lady. Because she got a degree from Western Kentucky University in pop culture studies. I swear to God, if I'm lying, I'm flying. But that was her degree, a bachelor's degree in pop culture studies. What does that even mean? I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, but mm -hmm. I guess um, uh, to be a little more specific if you're talking qualify, like financial aid as far as like getting grants and federal that, like that, yeah yes that, that, the yes. federal that's what i'm that talking about to qualify for a federal student loan but when we're talking yeah. about student loans like in general which is what Rashida Salib is talking about is erasing oh, all her. student loan debt no i'm sorry if you want to be a master at lesbian art dance or dance art whatever the fuck Bill lesbian dance it, theory le lesbian <laughs> dance theory um then i really hope that you find an awesome job in san francisco that's going to help you pay rent. 
just don't just don't go to the Walgreens and get robbed. Yeah, um, just don't go to Walgreens. And the other, yeah, because well, I guess it's okay because AOC, it's all says it's all made up. So yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Did she, you see that? She's an idiot. Like I, there's nothing more I can really say about AOC except for the simple. Oh no! She, I had a buddy of mine who I love dearly tried to tell me that AOC was not an idiot because she got a degree from Boston College. <laughs> Really? Because everybody with a college degree is. I mean, <laughs> Boston College, like, but is that. Like it's prestigious, pre but it, come on. Is it prestigious with, with like law? I don't know about law, but Boston, Boston College. like law. Like you, when you think law, you think of like Harvard and Yale. Like, well, let's just say it is. But that doesn't mean that she is smart. It just. No. Now, I will tell you, because I did have a conversation at work last week because we were talking about cow farts because of what AOC had said about cow farts are like the prime reason for for like the climate. <laughs> something or other and i started dying laughing i was like are you fucking kidding me and like the way my work friend explained it i was like i mean i guess like that can make sense but you can't tell me that cow farts are more are impacting our ozone layer more significantly than like cars Car factory. carbon emissions yeah yeah but like oh whatever oh she doesn't have a law degree okay she must have a degree in like lesbian dance art <laughs> But and the other thing I wanted to uh, kind of give an opinion on real quick when it comes to the headlines, Chris Cuomo, he was fired for all the wrong reasons. Now, when I say this, I'm not trying to belittle, diminish or in any way, shape, fashion or form, minimalize sexual assault or sexual harassment allegations. Mm -hmm. It's very serious and it's something that needs to be not only investigated, but prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. We can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. But what's more important, sexual assault or death? He helped cover up and gave his brother, you know, advice on how to avoid talking about all these COVID 10,000, mm -hmm. over 10,000 senior citizens died. Why are we putting more emphasis on the sexual assault than we are these yeah, these nursing home deaths, it drives me fucking because, bananas. Because when you have a Democratic district of attorney, which New York does, their no. DA is Democrat. And mm -hmm. when they investigated Very. in the springtime, or mm -hmm. it was either springtime or early summer, like it was around that time frame, they investigated it and they deemed like he didn't do anything wrong. So they're all just covering up for each other. And like, obviously, CNN of all places is going mm. to cover up and like not make like, you know, COVID deaths at the fault of their people. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just how it is. I'm not saying it's, they're obviously wrong in it because it was, uh, Andrew Cuomo, Gretchen Whitmer, um, fucking Wolf from Pennsylvania mm -hmm. is Wolf from Pennsylvania. It was right. Newsom. And I think it was New Jersey. Those were like the five states that were doing the exact same thing with putting, you know, with the COVID in the, the nursing homes. Yeah, and sending the COVID positive people back to the nursing yeah. homes. They yeah. knew what they were doing. That was a goddamn death sentence, okay? Mm -hmm. And Batty is 100% correct. They're twisting the narrative so people will forget. Yep. Let, it's, the old, it's the old trick, Jen. When you're being accused of two crimes, admit to the other one and hope that people will forget about the more serious one. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what they're doing, and... I just don't understand. Another thing I don't understand. Okay, I get it that the uh, Max, the Maxwell case is in federal court, so they can't allow cameras in there. I mm -hmm. get it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get it. I understand. But why are we not allowing cameras in the Jesse Smollett or Smollett or whatever the fuck his name is? Why are we not letting cameras into that? Are cameras not in there? No. They, I nope. mean, they have some sort of, they at least have no, reporter, report, reporters are in there tweeting and texting yeah. and reporting. Like, so that, like, that just brings me to my point because we have actual pictures of Jesse Smollett up there lying and crying on stand, actual mm -hmm. pictures, not fucking court drawings. Why don't we have any pictures whatsoever of Ghislaine Maxwell? Before we move on, buddies, let's take a quick break. 
Welcome back. Now let's continue on with the show. Uh, we, all we've we got, have is a court sketch. That's all I, we have. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Last month. I think that is the trial that more than any that has happened in the last 10 years mm-hmm. needs to have cameras in it. Yeah. But okay. you already know the answer as to why they're not. And like the, them oh, using no. like, oh, it's a federal case is a fucking cop out. And can we be honest? I uh, My other show that I do with uh, former TV news personality, uh, Allison Morrow, her and I, we have a disagreement on what constitutes someone being labeled a journalist. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. If it wasn't for citizen journalists on YouTube right now, nobody would know the Maxwell case is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's a damn shame. Yeah, it is. I don't understand why. I mean, I do understand. I do. Like, well, I, 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 in federal we court, know it's I, because I, it I get it, but I don't agree people. with it. Like, literally, the only thing that they're talking about with the Ghislaine Maxwell case is, oh, my God, Trump was on the plane. Like, hey, buddies, you guys are leaving out the fact that he flew from Florida to New York. Like, right. that's that's what was happening. It wasn't him on the plane going to Epstein Island. So let's rewind and try that again. Yeah, uh, Batty's right. We do deserve full transparency, especially when children being abused are involved. If we had more people who were being prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law when it comes to protecting children, Mm -hmm. and if we embarrass the shit out of them, it it would. I think it would change things a little bit. Maybe not to the level it should be. But I think it would give people pause, you know, mm-hmm. hey, maybe I need to check this girl's ID. You, know? yeah. or, you, you see what I'm saying with that, though? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be changed. Um, I mean, I think that I really don't want to get into the conversation that we had last week. But oh, when no, it comes no, no, to, no, 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 when it no. comes to like desensitizing, uh, like desensitizing kids to like sexuality and stuff, mm-hmm. you now have these little girls that are dressing up like they're grown women and a lot of and some of them, especially when they start getting into like the 15, 16, like age, mm-hmm. like they could easily pass for it because of the way they're dressing. And I don't think that's OK. And I think parents, you should really talk to your little girls about like how they're dressing and what's appropriate and what's not. Yeah. With, without getting into the uh, <laughs> the debacle that was last week, let, let's just say we can all get on the same page in protecting the kids and. I think that starts with enforcing that we are going to punish those who do harm the children mm-hmm. and it be made for public consumption. Me yeah. personally, if Jelaine Maxwell is found guilty, even if she gives up everybody that was involved, if she has records that show, you know, or videotapes that show Clinton and Trump and uh, what's the other, Prince jerk off, what's his name? Charles? Uh, yeah, him too. Or not Prince Charles, the other one. A- Andrew. The, or Andrew, yeah. If they got videotapes of all those guys and she gives them up, you know, hey, that's awesome. Burn them at the stake too. But she needs to be burned at the stake in the middle mm-hmm. of Times Square. I'm totally fine with public executions when it comes to protecting children. I'm telling you, we need to bring public executions back. And like, <laughs> to go back to what Wicked Gen X said in the earlier comment, that it absolutely, like being having cameras in federal courtroom absolutely does need a change. Like we should have full transparency. Like it's we yeah. the people. Like we should know what well, the fuck is going on. And like maybe we should start a petition. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go 50-50 on that one with you because there are some times in federal court where states' witnesses need to be protected to the fullest extent. Listen, you know how well technology is. Mm-hmm. They can still protect them. You can blur their faces, I, change I, their I, voices. You can you can still protect them. I agree with you. But as somebody who covered courtroom cases for 14 years, I can tell you it's so easy to make a mistake as well. That's why you put it on a delay. You put it on a five minute delay yeah. and you let your, you know, you do the lifetime editing. Yeah. And if you can do it with the World Series of Poker, why can't you do it with a, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> with a federal case? You're why right. Not? You're, I, I'll mean, give you that. Yeah. Like, I, I think that it definitely needs to change. See, Let's what did you next? You was 14 getting into bars. Holy cow, buddy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> All right, Jen. Let's get some reactions here. All so right. This, oh, hold on. Here's your, maximize my screen. Okay. Okay. So here's Jen's blind react for the day. Let me give you some context. The CFL, the Canadian Football League, uh, are in their playoffs right now. The Toronto Argonauts recently played the Hamilton Tiger Cats in a in a, the Final Four playoff game. I guess 
their oh, version of it. Question: What the fuck is an Argonaut? I, I, those crazy Canucks. I don't know what. Okay. <laughs> I really have no idea what an Argonaut is. Uh, but give you a little bit of context. After the game, uh, the uh, Hamilton won. They won the game, and so of course tensions are high. And let's see what happens in an altercation between Argonaut players and Hamilton Tiger Cat fans. What color? Wait, what? So this is, he's an Argonaut player. Yes. Okay. The Toronto Argonauts are actually nicknamed the Double Blues because they've got uh, their uniforms are dark blue on top of baby blue. Okay. Okay. Ready? All right. Let's go. Get out there. Go one, go one, oh, no. go one, go one. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. oh buddy. Oh, holy fuck. 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 Oh wait, hold on. We're not done. <laughs> He looks like he's supposed to be in Hogwarts. <laughs> he's a Hufflepuff. Yeah! 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 yeah. yeah. Get on the ground, bitch! Yeah. Get on the ground! Great season, boys! Great season! Great season! Yeah. Get on oh, that beat! So now they're arresting the guy. What uh-huh. the hell? <laughs> but I Great feel like he's got a soldier. Good season, meeting! <laughs> Bro, okay. Now, did the blue, did they win? No, the uh, the uh, the yellow and black team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, actually okay. win the game. Okay, so okay, hold on, I'll wait. yeah, it's, it's, now, it's a really short video, but you hear the guy in the back going, "Oh fuck!" Now, see, there was another fight actually going. Yeah, there was another fight actually happening in the back between fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. See, see where the security is right over there? Yeah. Okay, there's another fight between Argonauts and uh, Tiger Cat fans. Oh, my God. So, Jen, your initial reactions. Okay, so first of all, like, you're a football player. Like, I, you're that, you just made yourself look like a little bitch. Like, <laughs> you're a sore loser yeah. little bitch. Like, you guys climbed up into the fucking stands. You guy that's probably like six foot one, 300 fucking pounds. And you just clocked this little fucking Hogwarts kid. That but, poor little buddy. Okay. And, and I should have told you this a little bit ahead of time, and I apologize. Now, there it was alleged. It's not proven. There's no video evidence of it. It was alleged that this fan spit beer. He ruined his Molson ice and spit beer on the players as they were going by. Okay. But, like, that doesn't. And I'm a big, like, when it comes to, like, people spitting on you, because, like, I did put a guy down on the ground, like, I was working the road, and he tried to fucking spit on me, and I did put him on the ground, and I might have put my knee someplace that it wasn't supposed to go. Um, (laughs) Not not in any (laughs) private areas. Not in any private areas, but I did put my knee where it probably shouldn't have went, because, like, Mm -hmm. he tried to spit on me. But, like, if you're, like, it was beer, my dude, and, like... Well, here's my thing. Uh, my immediate reaction, and you probably remember, do you remember the Malice at the Palace? No. Okay, so the Malice at the Palace was the, the Indiana Pacers are playing the Detroit Pistons. I want to say this is over 10 years ago now. Oh, and yeah, yeah, that big-ass fight with the yes, Pacers. Yeah. This was immediately what I thought of when I started seeing this. Mm-hmm. But if you look, so the Hogwarts guy, I'm sorry, Hufflepuff guy, he starts fighting. He takes a hit. And then the guy who, the football player, who's in full pads and helmets, runs. Yeah. He runs from the fan like a He's bitch. He's Like, look, how, look at the size he's difference. He's like, I'm, I'm running. He what? And look at him. He's running. He keeps Holy running fuck. away. Yeah, Holy he fuck. did. He, I mean, like, he went up there talking shit. Number, mm-hmm. number eight, I think that's what he is. Yeah. Number eight, he went up there talking mad shit, climbed, like, climbed up. Up into the stands. Oh, I'm sorry. Number six. Six, yeah. Talking mad shit. And then you tried to sucker punch. And, like, you just look like a little bitch. Like, you look like a sore fucking loser. And I I, I would be embarrassed if you were playing for, like, the Buckeyes. I would be really embarrassed. To, to me, this looks like 
uh, number six, Edwards of the Argonauts. He went up there looking after, uh, went for the guy. He wanted the smoke and he got the smoke. Got the smoke from a little guy. From a, from a little Hufflepuff guy. And then he starts swinging. And then when he's losing the confrontation, yeah. he's like, hey, one of my offensive linemen need to grab this guy. Well, look, another like, guy grabs him. Look at the him. size difference. And look, he he was going to swing again, but then the little guy got free, and he's not yeah. wearing protective gear. Yeah, holy oh, fuck! Bitch. What? And he's got everything on. For those of you that are listening, like he's got he even has his helmet on. He's the only player up there that's got his helmet on. Yeah, and he's he runs away. Like, what are you afraid, like? What are you afraid of? Like you get tackled for a living, kind of. And this like, guy can't hit you that hard. He can't. He can't hit you that hard. Like he, this guy's probably gen size. <laughs> he's probably like he that's how little he looks he looks like my size i mean i i can pack a mean punch but like i'm not going to do much damage to a guy that's like all in football pads and helmet now uh for legal purposes we do need to say that the canadian football league has launched an investigation in concert with the toronto police department uh investigating this entire incident there you go Oh so, my god! What a bunch of little bitches! I I, th- I was like, how this embarrassing! <laughs> how embarrassing for them! Like that, like sore losers. You know what I mean? Like that—that's just all that comes to mind. Is you guys are just a bunch of sore losers. Since we're talking football, can oh, I ask man. a can I can I ask a small favor? What? Can you put your hate of Michigan aside for ninety seconds? After I kick Huron out of the room again. Okay, so. For 90 seconds, Jen is going to put her hatred of Michigan aside. And I just want to know, and anybody who follows football, especially at the college level, I hope you understand where I'm going with this. Alabama lost to an 8-4 and Texas A&M. And two weeks ago, they struggled, went into four overtimes with um, Auburn. Who's six and six, by the way, barely cracked 500. Mm -hmm. And then Michigan, who lost to a 10 and two Michigan State. Mm -hmm. And Michigan has destroyed, I mean, throttled their last two uh, opponents. I want to say throttled, but okay. They definitely (laughs) throttled Iowa, but I want to say throttled their last two. But okay, continue. Continue with this conversation. Okay. Okay. How and Michigan's ranked number two and Alabama's ranked number four. How in the fuck does Bama jump Michigan? Um, money. Because mm. even like I like I've been saying this all season. Like I don't think Alabama even deserves to be in the top four. And like maybe this is me just being a hater because I, I'm an Ohio State fan and I think mm-hmm. that okay we lost to a ranked like both teams that we lost to were ranked teams. Mm-hmm. So if you're Alabama and you lose to a non-ranked team and you barely beat Auburn. I don't think Auburn was even ranked and they, they barely beat like all their opponents this year. They definitely do not deserve to be number one. Like they don't even deserve to be in top five. There, there is a lot of money involved, but I think we also have to start recognizing. I know for the longest time in college football over the last decade, we've called it the Power Five conferences. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a Power Five conference anymore. There's the Power Three. There's the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the SEC. Mm-hmm. And really, that's because where the money is. And let's be honest. I know Clemson. What I was going to oh, say, unless Clemson's being like is now, on and, and Cle- then we can include the ACC. Clemson has had a couple of nice seasons, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. Outside of Clemson, who the hey, fuck cares shit. about who cares hey. about ACC football? Yeah. It is a basketball conference. If it yeah. wasn't for Duke, North Carolina, and Louisville being basketball blue blood powerhouse schools, mm-hmm. nobody would care about the ACC. They would be yeah. the MAC. Yeah, but I do agree with that. That they that that team up north should be not like they should. Probably they should be higher than Alabama. They should definitely be higher than Alabama. Like maybe not number one, but they should definitely be higher than Alabama. Pro- honestly, like they probably should be number one. Like they they beat Ohio State and like that's a, obviously a good fucking team. We right. just had a bad day. They <laughs> wanted as much, but it's Kenda, fine. Kenda, you're absolutely right. And that was the meme on Twitter for the longest yeah. time was Canadians are supposed to be the nicest people. <laughs> so and they're punching their pie like, sorry, eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, kind of going back to that, that just, it reinforces my belief that during the pandemic, when everybody's been under lockdown, they've lost all their social skills. You mm-hmm. cannot go to a sporting event and not see a fight anymore. I mean, I went. We didn't have any fights at the Ohio State Rutgers game. Did you? Yeah, I didn't see any fights. Those New Jersey people weren't fighting. Well, they're oh. used to losing. They're used well, to getting I mean, their heads they, kicked they, in at I'm, Rutgers. I'm sure, like, maybe, like, while they left, because most of them left by, like, halftime. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so back, back to NCAA football, I think yeah. that – so I will let you guys know that it did make a deal with um, – his his name on TikTok is gotcha underscore looking, I believe. I might have that wrong. But uh, I made a deal with him in one of my lives that if that team up north just goes to the national championship, then I will do a headlines and coffee video in a ugly Michigan shirt. Wow. Yeah. That's why I did not make any bet with you because I was not, I would not be caught dead in a suck eyes shirt or anything like that. No effing way. Um, you know, I would rather, I'm a Kentucky guy and I would rather wear L gear over mm-hmm. Ohio state gear. Listen, I don't want to wear, I'm just, I, I have plans I though. I do have plans. Cause you know well, how Jen's always plotting. I got you. But uh, the final four is set. I got to say, I think, I, that's another reason I think they did it the way they did it, Jen, is because now you've got Michigan and Georgia versus Bama and Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and I will pull for the Bearcats Hell so yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm pulling and for the I Bearcats. Think, honestly, I think the Bearcats are going to annihilate them. I, I think I think they're going to oh. fuck them up. I think that they're going to fuck Alabama up. I really do. I, I hope you're right, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be wrong. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I get the feeling Bama's going to beat them by 40. It's going to be ugly. I don't it'll think be it'll be by that much. I, I think now, it's going to be a good game. But um, we got we have Utah for in Pasadena for the Rose Bowl. So after January 1st, Jen Jen's getting rid of fucking Hulu Live because that's literally the only reason I get Hulu Live is to watch Buckeyes. You know what we should do is now that the bowl games are announced and they're set, we should do some picks and uh, we keep, should. Yeah, we should do picks let's and do see that next week. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, well, let's do some we'll, we'll do we'll do some college football bowl picks next week, mm-hmm. and we also want to remind folks that we're going to be taking a two week break. However, Jen and I are going to be uploading uh, our. Worst of 2021 and then our best of 2021 during those two weeks. So there'll still be a show. There just won't be any, uh, it won't be live. It'll be a recorded broadcast. That'll be uploaded at still same time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays, just so you guys don't get completely Mm. off, you know, schedule and you don't forget about me over the holidays. So when we come back live, we're not sitting here with just two people in the chat. (laughs) That's why she hasn't fired her producer yet. She needs to get through the holidays. And (laughs) my New Year's resolution is to find a new producer. I don't blame you. I'm just kidding. One of my New Year's resolutions is to apparently promote my freaking podcast more. Yeah. Hey, I'm terrible at it. I wanted to uh, I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on Ron DeSantis activating or getting ready to activate the Florida Guard as opposed to the National Guard. Did you read up on that? Have you heard about I, that? You know what? No, I didn't. I saw okay. like a snippet, but I did not read up on him activating the Florida Guard. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, basically he's starting up the Florida Guard and they've devoted like $3 million to it. And it's basically uh, like a state version on the state level, the National Guard. And liberals, left wingers, they have lost their damn minds. This is what tyrants do when they want to get their own personal army and this, that and everything else. Never mind the fact that they did not realize that there's already 22 other states that have their own uh, state guard that's already in place. Why aren't these? New York, New York, the most liberal left wing state in the union has a state guard. Yeah. um, (laughs) Bye, family first. Thank you for stopping by, buddy. It's been Thank you so much. We appreciate Um, it. Like this just shows more and more that like the left does not read the Constitution at all. But that's all, that's all I'll say is they don't read the Constitution at all. No, I agree with you. Uh, Bill de Blasio. Fuck that issue. guy. But here, here's the deal. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I think he wanted to do this for the longest time. He just didn't want the backlash. This is what I'd like to call a lame duck Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have to deal with the fallout except for about another two, three weeks. Yeah, because he's a little bitch. Now, do you think the incoming mayor gets rid of that mandate? Uh, No, because they're all bitches. I don't think the mandate lasts because I think it'll be overturned in court. I, I will tell you right now that when it comes to like the mandates and stuff, literally the only ones that like enforce it. And like, obviously I know Bill de Blasio is just like New York City only, but like, cause I think governor Hotchell was like trying to do the same bullshit, but literally the only ones that follow those mandates is New York city. Like the rest of New York is like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Gotcha. But I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think that with it being New York City, I think it's possible that it's going to stand. And it really sucks because, like, I just I came to New York the wrong time. Like, I was excited because it's like, oh, man, like, I know, like, a, like politics aside, like, oh, it's New York. Like, mm-hmm. I can go check out, like, everything. And I did get to see a lot. But like I told you guys, what, last week or the week before, it sucked because, like, the two things that I really wanted to do with my parents, I couldn't do because... I had to have a passport and right. they don't accept exemptions because nobody talks about the exemptions ever. Like I have a medical and a religious exemption and it's like, okay, I can kind of make, no, I can't, I can't even go there because fuck that. Like the mandates are so unconstitutional, but like, why is nobody talking about exemptions? Yeah. Because. The tourists in the restaurant, cause I got kicked out of just to refresh you guys' memories. So I, I because it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm on Liberty Island. I rode a ferry full of hundreds of people. I didn't, and Jen barely wore a fucking mask when I was in the city too. So I'm on a ferry, elbow to elbow with hundreds of other people. I'm walking around Liberty Island with hundreds of other people, probably thousands. I go through the museum, hundreds of other people. I try to go get some food. I get kicked out because I don't have a passport. How does that make sense? It's ridiculous. I agree. We're, we're on the subway with fucking hundreds of people, elbow to elbow, walking around the city with hundreds of people. But I can't go fucking look over the skyline at the edge. This is why Bill's moving further south. <laughs> fuck, like, fuck this shit. Like, this makes no fucking sense. And like, and I'm going to do a video, but I'm telling you right now, if there's any fucking liberals out there that can give me a logical explanation, I invite you to the show. I invite you to the show to give me a logical explanation as to why I can be on a subway with hundreds of fucking people, again, not wearing a mask because Jen doesn't fucking wear a mask and it's fine, but I can't go get some fucking food. It makes no sense. I honestly think the Omicron variant was <laughs> it once they found out, okay, there's a new variant and de Blasio is leaving they're like okay let's try this and let's see what happens in new york uh i got news for you there's going to be some people disagree with me and that's totally fine it's fucking racist you cannot sit there and tell me that people of color are the most uh let's see disproportionately have the least amount of access to the vaccine and then try to mandate this vaccine. It's not that they have the least amount of access that like, that's not true. It's, they are just the least, like when it comes to, um, Oh no, that's not not, fucking racist. When it comes to the demographics (laughs) of the least amount, like the least vaccinated, (gasps) it is the black community that is, Oh my God. Oh my God. Scott, (laughs) you're going to hell. How do you know? How do you know? Oh no. Um, But when it comes to like the demographics, the black community is the least vaccinated community. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I do. Like if we really like I don't want to sit there and say like like pull the racism card. But like, yes, the passport is fucking racist. If you know, especially like New York City, we just came out um, like a couple months ago that only 25 percent of the black community is vaccinated. That's just 25% of the black community alone. So that means there are 75% of the black communities out there. They can't go into these facilities because they have to be vaccinated. Yes. Then I can definitely see how it is racist. Right. That That's where I was going with mm-hmm. that. But either way, real quick, before we hit them with some gin gin thoughts, let's 
talk about some good news. Okay. So Marvel's director of everything, Kevin Feige, has announced that Charlie Cox will remain the Daredevil casting choice in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. For those of you that don't know, Daredevil on Netflix, Charlie Cox played the Daredevil, and I think this is the most wonderful decision that the Marvel Universe or that the Marvel movie uh, studios has made in a long time. What do you think? So, and I, I mean, I agree. I've never seen Daredevil, and you know that I'm, I'm not. You can give me the shock face all you want, like you know that I'm a DC <laughs> fan, and, and like not real big with the Marvel stuff. But like right. Marvel is making all the right moves, and like that's something that I wish they would fucking do with the DC universe. Is like I wish they would pair like the Arrowverse. They should have. Yes, good news, Jen Jen and Batty. Um, they should pair the like the Arrowverse with the cinematic universe, like. The new Flash. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like Ezra Fuckface. Like I don't like him. I like. <laughs> I like Grant. Grant from the TV show. Like, yeah, Grant I, Austin. I get it. Grant. Like they. Like if they would. I think if they would have done that, I think that they would have probably gained more traction because like the Flash is a super popular show, and right. like. I, I don't know. Like, I just I just want, like, the characters that I see on the TV to be on the big screen. Like, Stephen Amell, if you're out there, because I love this guy, I don't want Charlie Hunnam. I like Charlie Hunnam. I think he's a great actor. I think I'm saying his last name right. I think he's a, I think he's a good actor. But I don't see him as a Green Arrow because when I think of the Green Arrow, all I think about is Stephen Amell because Stephen Amell did a phenomenal job as a Green Arrow. So, Stephen Amell, I think we should start a petition to get – rid of chuck and put you in okay stephen mills green arrow totally agree but i think he's moved beyond that and i'm really really excited to see him uh and uh get a second season of um heels going yeah that's what i'm really looking forward to he's definitely real big with like the wrestling universe Mm -hmm. and and theoretical experience like i I agree. He's my man crush. Like I have a picture of him. Like you can't see it on the wall, but I met him at the Heroes and Villains fan fest. Like I mm-hmm. like he's my man crush. I, I fucking love Stephen Amell, and my, he's Canadian and he's super nice. Like he's legit uh, super nice in real life. He, he didn't try to spit his Molson on a football player. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, he went I, waste beer. Okay, I'm sorry. Charlie Hunnam is not a good actor. He's fucking terrible. He's Did you good see him look- in Arthur. Okay, and uh, such a terrible movie. Um, okay, I I loved Sons of Anarchy. I thought that was one of the best shows. That was the from Sopranos to Game of Thrones. Sons of Anarchy was the best show on television. Okay, now with that being said, he just was not a good actor. And some, and I hated the character he played because it was a whiny baby bitch. And I, I, oh, Jax, he kicked ass and he protected his woman and he was crying the whole time. Okay. I'm sorry. I was not impressed with him. Jax was just a sensitive motorcycle rider. Like just, it's okay to be sensitive. Oh my God, Bill. Again, here's resolution. No, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of him. Now I will say I did like him in Pacific Rim. But everything else he's been in, I'm just not impressed. And I don't let, Pacific Rim. Yeah, he was the star of Pacific Rim. I will say though, you also have he to. Was, was he clean shaven? That's probably why. I was probably, I, I think so. Yeah. I think he was. Some people now, they just don't look the same. Now I will say, let's in, in all fairness, candor, and uh, transparency, I had a huge problem with the last two seasons of Sons of Anarchy. And let me explain why real quick. Number one, the last season, Charlie, they didn't even try. They didn't even care at that point. They were just getting together to ride bikes and smoke weed. That I last, agree with you. That I didn't last even season finish was, the last season. So I don't even terrible. know how Sons of Anarchy ended. Like now, I think after, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen it, after Gemma killed, what's her name? I didn't Tara. see it after that. Okay. I didn't see it after that. But the beginning, the season premiere of season six, which is the next to last season, this was hot off the heels of Game of Thrones Red Wedding episode. So everybody, not just Kurt Sutter and Sons of Anarchy, it was everybody was trying to outshock value the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, so the season premiere of season six of Sons of Anarchy, they had, and this is all in like 45 minutes. Torture porn, drowning in piss, and a school shooting. 
Oh my God. You didn't need all that. I thought it was just, it was Kurt Sutter trying to show, hey, I can out, out shock value Game of Thrones. I can out shock value The Walking Dead. And he fucking blew it. It was just miserable. It was terrible Definitely writing. Could have. I mean, they had some shock value moments. Like, yes. And I agree with that, Wicked Gen X. Like, mm-hmm. after they killed Opie, like, fuck that. But like, my, they did have some, they did have some like good twists. I was like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, that seems a little much. The second season of Sons of Anarchy, I will put that up against any other season of any other show. Pound for pound, dollar for dollar, the best show of any generation. The second season was fucking phenomenal. But the way it ended left me with some real, a really bad taste in my mouth. So I'm a little jaded. Okay. I can see that. All right. Hit them, yeah, Jen. Heather, you know, I didn't ruin that for you. My God. Okay. So some Jen Jen thoughts. I've already said it. Tis the season. This is supposed to be that time of year for joy, positivity, and kindness to strangers. Have you been nice to anyone lately? Um, are you planning on doing any type of charity work? With uh, being in a new area, I would really like to find a soup kitchen or something similar. I can either volunteer or donate to. So, like, maybe you guys can do that, too. Um, I don't typically do too much for the holidays. Like I said, it's usually just me and the doggos. So, at least, you know, the least I can do is maybe try to give back and do something positive that will impact somebody else's life. Um, It's always about being a decent human being to others. I really hope more people get involved with this little mini movement I'm trying to do. We need more positivity in the world. We can't control the big things that happen around us, but we can control our immediate surroundings and our own actions. Spread the cheer, buddies. Be a good human being. Thank you to my producer, Bill, and thank all you buddies for being here and tuning in, and we will see you next time.